I'm Allie of Hocus Pocus Collector. And I'm Will of Spooky Will. And we are the Black Flame Society. We're here to share Halloween, Hocus Pocus, and other spooky news and updates with you. While having fun, meeting friends, and making every day feel like it's Halloween. So come on in and join the society. On this week's episode of the Black Flame Society podcast, we're discussing Hocus Pocus in the all-new sequel, which was released in 2018. We also have our regular Hocus Pocus 2 news and Halloween news for you also. Hi, Ali. How are you? What's going on, Will? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. It's been raining all day today, so I've been loving, loving the weather. Yes, it rained here too, but now the sun is out and, you know, we're going back to humid 90 degree days for a while. Where is fall? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I was just going to say, there's a little bit of kind of venom building up as you're really doing that line then. I could tell how annoyed you were getting at the summer. <laughs> well, I mean, like, September starts next week. It is, it's coming. It starts next week and September is like fall. So let's all chill out. I want sweater weather. <laughs> but yeah, chill out the sun. That's the one thing that does need to chill is it needs the sun. To chill. Just come away now. <laughs> Go away, we're done with you. And so, speaking of fall, Will, we did a live this week. In case you didn't tune into our live, or if you're not on Instagram, Will, tell the people our exciting news. Oh, okay. So, I'll I'll try and build it up a little bit, because I didn't yesterday. (laughs) So, me and Ali did a live. We announced it a few days before. It was about four days before, three days. Um, So, this October the Black Flame Society will actually be together in person on the streets of Salem because I'm coming to America. (laughs) I'm dying. Oh my gosh. When Will sent me that flight confirmation, I went crazy. Will is coming here. We're going to Salem. He's going to come to my house. We're going to drink apple cider. We're going to look for hedgehogs. We're going to eat cucumbers. We're going to bake cookies. We're going to do everything. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm gonna have to bring some British snacks as well, so we can actually like try them in person and have our little food tasting as well. So I'm so excited. I am counting the minutes. If you guys have any suggestions of things you think Will needs to do while he's here in America, we're going to be in Massachusetts and in Connecticut. Send them our way. We have a huge list, but we want to make sure we get as much fall and as much Halloween to Will as we possibly can. Especially food suggestions as well, because there's so many things I want to try. So (laughs) if anyone has any food suggestions that you think I should try, some like true American flavors, let us know, (laughs) because I'm probably going to be eating everything while I'm there. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so excited. So let's hop into the novel, The Hocus Pocus and the All-New Sequel. As you said, Will, it was written by A.W. Jantha, based on a screenplay by the lovely Mick Garris and Neil Cuthbert, story by David Kirshner and Mick Garris. It was produced by Freeform Books, and as we said, it came out in 2018. It's split in two parts. So the first part is a retelling of Hocus Pocus the movie, very similar to the actual film. It might have a little more detail here and there, but at the end of the day, it's basically just a retelling of the film. Part two, though, is a full sequel storyline. And just fair warning, this is not the storyline that they follow for Hocus Pocus 2, the film coming out on September 30th. This is a completely different storyline. There might be some weird similarities, possibly, that we'll see, but otherwise, it's on its own. So, Will, what are your thoughts about the sequel before we dive in? I do like it. I think after reading it, kind of reading it the second time, um, I think I actually like it a lot more than I did the first time reading it. 
I think because the first time I read it, I read it so quickly as well. I didn't take a lot of it in, but it is good as a standalone story. It's it's decent, and it is there are some really fun parts in it, and it's enjoyable. I wouldn't say it was amazing, but then again, I don't think any sequel in any capacity would be. But what do you what did you think of it? So my favorite part is that, and we're not going to spoil the end for you, but we will give some details as we go along. But my favorite part about the sequel is that Max, Allison, and Danny are back, and Jay is back too. Just a lot of characters that we know and love that we know, unfortunately, will not be in Hocus Pocus 2 the film coming out this fall. So I like, as we've talked about, it's kind of an alternative Hocus Pocus universe, a different timeline, a different story. But I loved seeing Max, Allison, and Danny back. It really warmed my heart. Oh, and I won't spoil anymore, but Binks and Emily are there too. I mean, that's not a spoiler. They show up quick. Yeah, um, I really liked the fact that they're bringing about the. I think I know it's probably early me saying this before we even get into it, but Billy, I feel like it needed more Billy because Billy's only like mentioned and stuff. But yeah, I love my I love my Billy, and he's not in it. Yeah, so we do get Billy in the sequel movie. We did not get a lot of Billy in the sequel book, but both have a great amount of the Sanderson sisters, thankfully. So that is very nice. So, Will, tell me about Poppy Dennison. So right then and there, if you haven't read the sequel book, I just gave you a big, a big deal. Tell me about Poppy Dennison. Poppy Dennison, she's Max and Allison's daughter, and from Disney's description, she's an introspective aspiring photographer. 70-year-old Poppy isn't exactly Halloween's biggest fan. She hasn't worn a costume in a decade, for witch's sake. And she's also a skeptic of all things supernatural, including her parents' infamous story about their Halloween night 25 years ago. I really like Poppy. I feel like she kind of does fit with what I probably would imagine Max and Alison start. She's a little bit of Danny, I feel like, as well. She's kind of like, I don't know, I do do quite like her. What do you think about her? Do you like her? I do. I feel like she is a really good balance of Max and Allison, but the sass I feel like just comes from Aunt Danny from her. They have some really fun moments in the film and it's kind of like, it's almost like an older sister relationship kind of. Obviously it's her aunt, but they have like playful moments and it's just like, especially when they're like ranking on Max or something. So that's really fun to see. Go on to the next generation. (laughs) Yeah, it is quite fun to see. It's quite sweet. And I also like as well how her and Danny do Although it's very shortly, like you don't really see much of it, it's clear that they do have a really good relationship. She has a really good relationship with Aunt Danny, which is really cute. And then the other two main characters in the book are best friends of Poppy. So we have Travis, who is a math and chemistry whiz, a master of bad puns, and Poppy's loyal BFF. And we also have Isabella Richards, who seems to have the perfect life. She's the most popular girl at Jacob Bailey High and has an admirable list of extracurriculars, not to mention a killer report card. It's no wonder why Poppy thinks no one holds a candle to her. So we have those three, and that's kind of like the Max Allison Danny of the sequel book. And I think it's a good balance. I think there's a lot of fun representation in this book that we didn't see in the original movie from 30 years ago. And I think they do a really good job with that. What did you think of Travis and Isabella? Yeah, I really like them too. It's kind of like, for the time anyway, because obviously it's only four years ago, but I feel like the characters were kind of perfect. It's kind of what I would imagined kind of teens and stuff to be like in 2018. But yeah, I really like both of them. So now I've kind of set the stage for you. And now I'm just going to read you a short clip from the back of the book, which describes where we're at. 25 years later, Max and Allison's 17-year-old daughter, Poppy, finds herself face-to-face with the Sanderson sisters and all their sinister glory. When Halloween celebrations don't go quite as planned, it's a race against time as Poppy and her friends fight to save her family and all of Salem from the witch's latest vile scheme. I think that summary is kind of what we expected from Hocus Pocus 2. I think a lot of theories over the years were always that it was going to be the Sandersons coming back and somehow finding their way to Max and Allison, this time through their daughter. 
Yeah, I agree, actually. I feel like that's exactly what I would expect from the sequel. Even, like, the new one, you know for a while there's going to be, like, a race against time. There's going to be some kind of bad thing that's happening. And it's, it's even just from that little back bit, it's very Hocus Pocus. I agree. And one of my favorite parts of this is how they bring in a lot of references to the first movie. And as we've always said, whether it be the sequel book, HP2 coming out this fall, I don't think anything will ever top the original for me. And the sequel book is great. And I'm sure Hocus Pocus 2 is going to be magical, but nothing can top it for me. It's just, it's the best. And so seeing them point back a lot of fun ways. So Will and I took some notes and a lot of them matched up because we picked up on some of those things that they kept pointing back to. So Max Dennison now is a high school teacher at Jacob Bailey High. He teaches history class. And when he walks in, he's wearing a tie-dye bow tie and he's listening to rock music. And it's just so Max Dennison. You like, it just, it makes me so happy that he grew up and like kept his, kept his Maxness, you know? Yeah. And I also, it was literally just five minutes ago popped into my head. The contrast between the first film and the second film, Max is at school, the teacher's really into Halloween, the teacher's like doing the whole Sanderson sister story, there's decorations. Whereas now Max is a teacher, after what's happened, it's the opposite. Max doesn't want to talk about Halloween, he, he like hates Halloween, he's not talking about the Sanderson sisters. Kind of like the contrast between the two from the starts of the films in terms of the school scenes. But yeah, I do really like the fact he's wearing the the tie-dye bow tie and I think I think Poppy actually says if I remember right in the book it makes like Alison laugh or it's like a throwback which she's not aware of but obviously it's like their little inside joke which is really cute it's so sweet and Alison now is a lawyer and it just it feels fitting as as an Alison lawyer watching Alison from the movie be a lawyer now it just (laughs) feels right it's like everything has aligned and so they set the scene really well. As I said, Poppy is a student in Max's class. It is Halloween day and she does not like talking about the Sanderson sister story that she's heard from her parents and her aunt over the years. She doesn't believe, she thinks it's fake, and she does not want people making fun of her for that. So the only person who knows the full story is her friend Travis. Someone does bring up Isabella, the other main character in that day, brings up Elizabeth Sanderson. And Will, when you heard that name, at first I was like, did I read that wrong? Did I hear that wrong? Who's a Elizabeth Sanderson. What did you think? Yeah, it was exactly the same because I was like, if, "Have I missed something from the first film? Does that get mentioned?" <laughs> like, and there's, I remember reading, I was like, "That's not right. Is, is this a typo?" Thinking it was Mary or Sarah or Winnie, uh, but yeah, there is. There's a fourth Sanderson sister. There is, and as we said, this was completely sort of in the sequel book. This wasn't mentioned in the first film. We don't know if it's in the second film. That could be a story they go with, but we have heard they're different. So Elizabeth Sanderson is the fourth Sanderson sister. And I mean, I thought I was the fourth Sanderson sister. What's what's going on? (laughs) So whatever, Elizabeth. Before we go on, Jay of Jay and Ice is the principal at this school now, which I find funny that he's a principal. He probably spent more time in detention than any of them. And now he's the principal of Jacob Bailey High. And his daughter, Katie, is also a student. Yeah, I think although this, like the book in general isn't amazing, I just feel like the Jay bit is just the most unbelievable part. I just can't, (laughs) I just can't picture Jay being the the principal of the school now. I can't either. And I found it interesting. A little bit later on, Jay goes on to tell the kids that his friend Ernie had to move across the country to Oregon because he is now a park ranger. He didn't want anyone to be as lost or scared as they felt that night where they were in the cages at the Sanderson sisters' house. So we do get an explanation for poor Ernie Ice. And, you know, I hope he's doing well out there as a park ranger. It feels kind of fitting. Yeah, it's quite sweet as well that even though he was a bully, he's now kind of trying to protect people instead. It's like the opposite again, It's and it's quite sweet. I do wonder if he still has ice shaved in the back of his head. I'm going to vote no, but I guess we will. I guess we'll... <laughs> maybe, maybe it says nice now, because he's... <laughs> 
nice. I used to be nice, but now I'm nice. <laughs> this is this is nice. <laughs> oh my gosh, too good. <laughs> So to set the scene, so they have gone to school, the Sanderson sisters and Elizabeth come up, but it is discussed by Poppy that her parents are hosting a Halloween party. Now, this is the first Halloween party. It's been 25 years since that night in 1993, and they've never hosted a Halloween party. They don't dress up. They don't talk about Halloween. They do not decorate the house. There are no pumpkins. It is like a taboo subject. So Poppy finds it weird that her parents kind of out of nowhere are throwing a blown Halloween party. They live at the Ropes Mansion and it's this huge Halloween party and they invited the whole class. They invited teacher friends and everything. And right when I was reading that, I was like, what are they up to? Max and Allison are back to something again. (laughs) Yeah, because I think I read... If I remember rightly, I think they read that they throw the party because it's been 25 years and Alison's kind of relieved almost. It's almost as if she's kind of let it go that it's 25 years now. We're going to have a party. They're not coming back which is ironic, which is the one year that they decided for a party and they're back. It also comes out a little bit later that it's also because she knows that it is um, a blood moon and that is a night where magic can be very potent and she's nervous about those Sandersons coming back. <laughs> so we're, we're not going to go too much further than that, to be completely honest. We want to keep a lot of the story a mystery for you, but we do want to talk about a lot of things that are similar or points they make from this to reference the first film. So one of my favorites is that Poppy mentions her baby blanket is made from her Aunt Danny's shawl from the night from the first movie. Oh my god. Oh. How sweet. It's so cute. It's so cute. They discuss that that's the only thing her Aunt Danny ever crocheted. And she took, like, how special is that? Because obviously that shawl was, like, very important to her that night. She wore it and it seems very important. Yeah, I can't picture Danny crocheting but i think that explains why it's the only thing she's ever crocheted because she but i could just see danny kind of finishing with it and just throwing it down and being like i'm never doing this again (laughs) i could see her getting frustrated and what is the photo when poppy goes into her parents room basically we'll tell you a little more poppy takes the keys to the sanderson house the black flame candle just the stub of it is hidden in a safe so the sanderson sisters cannot come back winifred's book is missing but they do have the keys to the Sanderson cottage and Poppy and her two friends take those keys and they go down. They just want to check it out. They want to get away from the party and they want to hear what's going on with the Sanderson sisters. They also have a Ouija board, a spirit board, I think they call it in the book. And they're just looking to cause some havoc. And obviously, based on the synopsis, the Sanderson sisters do come back. But when she's looking for those keys, Will, she sees a photo from Halloween of, I'm assuming it's the year later, 1994. Please tell me about this photo. I love this picture. We were talking about this just before we started recording, and it's a picture of Max and Danny dressed as Peter Pan and Wendy, and Alison's dressed as Tinkerbell, and it's just... I love that. I think that's probably one of my favourite points in this book, is, is that photograph, and it's just confirmation that, yes, Max did stay true to his promise, and that he did go as Peter Pan, and in tights as well so it's just <laughs> i just love that little that little bit that should that's added into the story and i love that like the original plan that night that they made in allison's house the house they now live in was danny and max danny was like you're it's me and you peter pan and wendy but now allison a year later is a part of it and obviously they get married and have poppy and we all just know my love for max and allison and she also shares that that night that they had their first kiss so that is confirmed even though it didn't make the film in the sequel book that's the night they had their first kiss so as she's leave as poppy is leaving her parents room she says she takes her mom's 
red coat to wear that night, which I'm assuming is the red coat from the common, the coat that Allison wears. So again, another lovely reference. So the three kids decide to go to the Sanderson sisters' house. Poppy, Travis, and Isabella all go to the house. They take the spirit board with them. And while they're in there, they're looking around and they decide to do this Ouija board. And the spirit board actually spells out some words. So to begin with, they ask just some random question and it starts to work and they're a little bit sceptical. It's actually revealed that Isabella has the spell book. She doesn't know how she's got it. It just appeared. They decide to do this spirit board to see if anything actually happens because it's Halloween night and obviously some things start happening. And it begins to spell out a few um, a few lines. And the lines are, some inside and some without, one believes and one holds doubt. On all Hallows' Eve, ear 12 is struck, trade free souls until sun up. And at that moment, just like in the first film, the house starts to shake, loads of random things happen, there's lights flickering, floorboards moving and so on. And then Max, Alison and Danny appear at the doorway, they realise something's wrong, and before we know it, Max, Alison and Danny actually disappear, and the Sanderson sisters return. Can we talk about it for a second when Danny appears? So right when they see a shadow in the doorway, they think it's Winifred Sanderson based on her hair, and it's revealed a hot second later that Danny is dressed as the Queen of Arts, who has very similar hair to Winifred. Like, why? <laughs> this is the first time you're dressing up in 25 years, Danny, and you're going to dress that something that slightly resembles the witch who nearly killed you 25 years ago? I don't think so. I don't believe that one. <laughs> but also, uh, Allison is dressed as Lady Gaga, which I think is a awesome way to connect to the first film because mom donna is dressed as madonna so what an icon gaga is is an icon similar of that stature in our generation and what's max dress as the hollywood sign <laughs> yeah <laughs> like hollywood <laughs> i think their costumes are fun i'm about it yeah i like their costumes as well i didn't actually pick up on the whole lady girl girl madonna the similarities between yeah. that that's a really good point <laughs> So the Sanderson sisters come back, and as we said, we don't want to spoil this book for you. If you've read it, definitely let us know your thoughts. But one thing I do just have to say is Thackeray and Emily return as ghosts, and we won't get into how or why or what they're there to do. They do come along with Elizabeth Sanderson, so we definitely get some more intel on her. But the first time Thackeray sees Poppy, he looks at her and says, guess your dad isn't a virgin anymore. (laughs) And that little line killed me right when I read it. I was like, Binks, stop it. You're still years later poking fun at this man <laughs> i like how he's still got a little bit of sass because he's quite sassy in the film as well and the original script is even more sassy in the original script oh, yeah. But yeah i like how he's still a little bit sassy even 25 years later <laughs> So I think we'll leave it there, Will. Definitely, if you haven't checked out the book, I would definitely recommend you taking a quick read of it. It is, it's fun. And as we said, if you've seen the original movie, you don't have to read part one, which is a retelling, but it does have some additional detail. But part two, as we've said, is just that fun way down the Hocus Pocus universe. And let us know your thoughts. If you haven't read it, are you interested? Will you read it before HP2 comes out? Maybe after? And we're really excited to hear once HP2 does drop in September, do you like the movie or do you like the sequel book better because as we said max allison and danny are in the sequel book but they are not in the movie so well what do you think do you think you're gonna like the movie or the book i think i'm gonna like the movie more than the book there is some really good moments in the book like there's some really good moments with sarah having an iphone which i actually was kind of hoping would make it into the sequel film but i don't from what i'm aware i don't think that these moments are in the um in the actual film but no i think i will actually prefer the film to the book the book is great but like i've said before and i've mentioned maybe two or three times in previous episodes or our lives i see these as like a completely different timeline and i think well the film will be better either way what about you 
I think I, I if I have to guess, I would say that I'll probably enjoy Hocus Pocus 2, the movie, more. But I think the sequel book will always just have a soft spot in my heart because the OGs are back. And that just makes me happy to hear that they're doing well and that everything is going well for them. I mean, the Sanderson sisters do come back. They briefly go to hell, I mean, but they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Everything's <laughs> fine in the end, right? <laughs> or is it not? Check it out. <laughs> Yeah, I do quite like as well the, the storyline in terms of they have to get the bloodstone, mm-hmm. which I think is quite a nice little extra bit. And there's even a song in the book, which I wasn't actually expecting, yes. although the song is a little bit odd. I will, I will <laughs> admit that I did find it a little bit strange. Maybe if it was on screen, I'd probably find I'd like it a lot more. But you can you can definitely tell the, the writer has tried to put a lot of references in and tried to recreate the Sanders sisters at the same time and also some of the other characters. And there has been a lot gone into it. And I know we've never done this before, but what would you rate it out of five? Oh, wow. I'd give it like a, I'd give it a solid four. What about you? I'd give it a three. Okay. It's That's good. Fine. I do enjoy it, but I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd probably give it a three. We average out to a 3.5 there. I like that. And I think the experience, so I read, as you said, I read the book right when it came out very quickly because I was so excited to read it in 2018. And I hadn't really picked it up since, but this time I listened audiobook style. And it was a completely different experience. As you said, like hearing the song versus reading the song, very different. So give it a try. The audiobook, it, it was it was long. Audiobooks are long, obviously, but it was it was a totally different experience. So it was cool. Yeah, it's definitely worth a read at least once. So if you are a Hocus Pocus fan, I would say definitely say pick up a copy, listen to the audiobook or, or however you can get it and check it out. It is worth it. Definitely. And speaking of Hocus Pocus books, we have a follow-up from episode six. If you've listened long enough, episode six, we talked about the novelization of Hocus Pocus by Todd Strasser. And we reached out to Todd and he was kind enough to get back to us. He answered some questions. We just did a quick little email interview and we're going to post that on our website, right, Well, Yeah, yeah. We'll post it on the website on the day of this episode. So you can go and check it out. It'll be on a, under a new page, which is written interviews instead of our recorded interviews. Uh, check it out. Let's know what you think. Yeah, so it was really nice to talk to Todd, get some more intel about that. And that was a different, as we said, there's so much more in that than there was actually in the like in the movie and the original script and all the universes. So it was cool to speak with him and kind of get some more intel on the novelization. Yeah, it was cool. So moving into our Hocus Pocus news, we are less than 40 days out. Can anyone believe that? Can you believe that? Well, we've been counting down for it feels like a million days. <laughs> We've been coming down for 29 years, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> Since the day we were born, we knew this day would come. We've been counting down. No, I'm so excited. Like, I want to see it. I want to hear it. I want it all together. I want to stream it the minute it starts. And I'm just, I'm beyond excited. So we're less than 40 days out. And as we get closer and closer, there are some magazine articles dropping and more cast doing interviews. And Doug Jones just did an interview with a Fox affiliate. And he said that to expect the same energy, the same musicality, the same color palette as Hocus Pocus the original. And to hear that from Doug definitely gives me some comfort. I don't think Doug would sugarcoat things if he were asked. And I also don't think Doug would have come back if it didn't feel right. So to hear that from him made me feel very comfortable. And he also talked about how nothing has changed when he saw him dressed as Billy and the three Sanderson sisters dressed in their costumes. He said it looked like nothing had changed over 30 years. It's really good to hear as well. And like, go back to what you 
just said if Billy wouldn't return if it wasn't like a, a good story at least and I'm, I think just the fact that the Xanus sisters are back the original I think already tells us it's going to be good yes I agree and also relating to Hocus Pocus 2 if you follow me on Instagram I had a very awesome run in this past week um, I was able to see and hold and take photos with some original props from Hocus Pocus 2 so if you haven't seen them go check them out over on Hocus Pocus Collector there was an original book from the film that is one of the props used in the magic shop and there was a double of Winnie's broom so to see those props in person well I wish you I wish you would have been there it was incredible they are beautiful and if everything in the film looks like that it's just gonna appear so good on screen yeah the book especially the book look amazing and there's so much detail as well like if you zoom into the broom picture you shared there's quite a lot of detail on that broom it's quite impressive there is. And the book that I had seen was one of Tony Gardner's creations. There were, a, if you've seen the trailer for the film, the teaser trailer, there are a lot of books for sale in the magic shop. And so a lot of them were 3D printed, but there were a handful of ones made by Tony Gardner who worked in the original movie and it was not 3D printed. It was the actual physical. It was heavy. It looked really good. The one that I saw, the eye was closed and it was just, it was brilliant. So very excited to see more of that coming out. Hopefully we'll get our full trailer soon. I think it's got to be coming soon i mean as i said we're under 40 days yeah it's got to be coming soon because it feels like it's been ages since the teaser trailer was released it feels like it's been about a year but it's only been two months maybe three months yeah, it's been two months since the teaser trailer came out and Disney Plus Day is coming up on September 8th. So maybe they'll wait to drop it then or maybe a little before, but I think it's on its way. Yeah, I agree. I actually have a feeling it might drop at the end of the month to mark one month's like a one month notice until the Ooh. film comes out. Oh, that would be awesome. I'm just excited to see more of it. I obviously just want to see the whole thing, but it's going to be here soon and I'm very excited. <laughs> 39 days to go. Yes, when this drops, it'll be 37. So here we are, yeah. 37 days till HP2. Going into our Halloween news. So just today, today is Monday the 22nd. Well, tell me about these new, as we always talk about, we love Funkos. Tell me about the soda can Funko Sanderson sister chase. Tell me what's going on. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already stressed about these new Funkos. So. <laughs> Don't be stressed. Don't be stressed. <laughs> it was literally like, I don't know, 20 minutes maybe before we started recording or before we started chatting. So Funko have revealed that there's new soda figures being released. And there's not one, not two, but three Hocus Pocus soda figures. And of course, it's the Sanders and Sisters. There's Winnie, Mary and Sarah. But on top of that, there is Chase variants for each Sanderson sister. The variants are just kind of like a solid colour with a small amount of detail on them. Amazing. They, I absolutely love them. I am stressed already thinking about trying to find all, all of these Chase variants. Yeah, I'm really excited for them. I do actually really like the look of them. It's nice to have another Funko product that's not a Funko pop. And it's kind of like different to what we already have from Funko. And what do you think about them? Will you be trying to get the Chase variants? Will you not bother? Will you just get the regular ones? I don't know. Well, I always say I'm going to not chase after these sorts of things, and then you'll find me on eBay, so I'm not really sure yet. <laughs> I would like to say my goal is to get the three OGs and be done. So that is the goal. Um, I really, I do like how they look. I think they're like, they're kind of more like animated looking. We'll share some photos. I think they're super cute. And I think I like, usually with a chase, it's something that I want more. Usually it's holding a different prop or doing something different. These, as you said, are just colored and green purple or red so i think i like the original ones better and for those reasons i feel like i might not be chasing the chase i don't know well then again though if we end up 
Because obviously we're going to buy these. Maybe I'll get two chases. I can send you a chase. Maybe you'll get two chases. And we can, maybe you can work together to get these chase figures. So Teamwork. I love this. <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll sort this out. We'll get these. Yeah, but the originals, the plain ones do look really good. Winnie's holding her broom and her potion. Sarah's holding her mop. And Mary is holding, I think, I think they're supposed to be her Cheetos, but it kind of looks like blended sand to me. I don't know if it's just the original <laughs> photo that was released. <laughs> Did you look at that well? What do you think yeah, she's holding? I thought it was mincemeat. Like chili? <laughs> <laughs> Mary's eating chili. <laughs> she likes chili. <laughs> Like, I know, I know it's meant to be, like, cheese balls, but it looks like, it looks like she's having a chili. She's having a Halloween chili. <laughs> when you come, we'll eat some chili together and talk about Mary. <laughs> like, it does look like chili. Wow. All right. Oh, Funko, I feel like they could have done a little better. We do like these figures, Funko, I promise. We will be buying them. Oh, they're... <laughs> they're super cute we're definitely gonna spend our money here i'm just you know maybe it, this is like an early version maybe they'll look a little different when they're released um chilly <laughs> i love that i've also noticed as well it says there's fifteen thousand of them available so i wonder if that's fifteen thousand in total or if that's fifteen thousand of them each and it looks like in the u.s the ones that i saw say twenty five thousand. so i don't i can't get a good read of the side of the can from this little photo but it does look like they're a funko.com exclusive so they probably won't be in stores at least at the beginning but another fun hocus pocus little figure so i'm excited to see them and mary and her chili <laughs> <laughs> will tell me about <laughs> will tell me about those pillows in the uk oh okay so last week in the uk a friend on instagram creepy underscore christy thank you very much let me let everybody know in my halloween group on facebook that home sense and tk maxx are actually selling official hocus pocus cushions uh, one of them is black with the Samson Witch Museum image on there, which is embroidered. It's really nice. It's like velvet. And the other one is more of a canvas pillow, which is grey. has a silhouette of the Samson sisters, and it says it's just a bunch of hocus pocus. They did appear briefly on the TK Maxx website. So if you're in the UK and you're expecting them to appear on the website, they have already sold out. But for hocus pocus fans in the UK, get yourselves to Home Sense of TK Maxx and try and find these pillows because they're really, really nice. I have seen the gray one pop. I haven't seen it personally, but I have seen it popping up in Home Goods and TJ Maxx over here. So I haven't seen the black one yet, the one that says the Sanderson Witch Museum, but you'll never know what'll pop up. They're just always stocking, let me tell you, these stores. They are changing every minute. Yeah, the amount of merchandise we're getting at the moment as well. Like our second part for the merchandise episode, I feel like we could probably do part three, like today, because there's so much merchandise. There is a lot. And speaking of more merch, um, unrelated to Hocus Pocus, if you are hunting for that 12-foot skeleton from Home Depot, if you need a skelly for your home, they sold out very quickly on Home Depot. But they just did an interview with one of the people in charge over there, and they said you can expect restocks soon. So if you're hunting for that 12-foot skeleton, they are trying to make it available to everyone who wants one. So don't give up hope. And let us know if you're going to get one. They have a few different ones this year. I, also, they have somewhere has like a flying witch too. I think that might be Lowe's. I'm not sure. I'll have to look again, but all very cool. Will, would you get a 12 foot skeleton if you could have one? No. <laughs> and I only say Why? that. Why? <laughs> because I want 12 foot Billy. Where's our 12 yeah, foot yeah, Billy? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Hello, Home Depot, 12 foot Billy. <laughs> Can you? I would just. If that ever happens, I'm just going to die. It's going to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> 
But no, in all seriousness, yeah, I probably would actually. I live in an apartment though, so I think if I set up a 12 foot skeleton, my upstairs neighbour would probably be wondering what we'd be. I can just imagine kind of the curtains upstairs being opened and I just hear a drop because he's just like collapsed with his skeleton looking through the window. Oh, that would be so funny. Not the collapsing, the scaring of the 12-foot yeah. skeleton. Yes, it would definitely, I would put it on the side of my home so it would be right next to my bedroom window and it would be right there all the time, which would be very creepy, but I'm about it. Especially the new one, its eyes light up, so like, that's a whole new level of spook. Well, I suppose it would come in handy though if you're doing like washing, you can always hang them off his arms, just open the window. <laughs> <laughs> Double use. I like that. That's a good reason to purchase it. Let's come up with more reasons. <laughs> and our last piece of Halloween news for today is the trailer for Wednesday has dropped. It's going to be, it's on Netflix and they haven't given us a date yet, but it is, they're saying fourth quarter of 2022. Part of me thinks it will be before Halloween, but since they haven't given us a date yet, I'm still kind of going back and forth. What did you think of the trailer, Will? I think it looks really good. I know there's a, a few... Well, there's quite a lot of feedback in terms of the casting, for like Gomez and Morticia. And I'm not 100% on the casting, but I'm the type of person who would rather watch it and see what I think before I make full judgments. But it looks really good. I do really like Jenna Ortega as Wednesday as well. I think she's making a, a good fit for the character. I like her too. I think she's going to do a great job. And I actually, I'm enjoying seeing Catherine Zeta-Jones and Louise Guzman playing Gomez and Morticia. I know a lot of people are thrown off by Gomez, but if you look at the original drawings of Gomez and compare it up with Louise, I think it's a great match. I think he's going to do a great job. And I've also heard a rumor, it's a complete rumor circulating, that Johnny Depp might be playing Uncle Fester. I saw that online today. It's a complete rumor. I have no grounds to say it either way, but I'm um, just keeping you in on what I'm hearing and that would be really awesome. Yeah, that'd be really cool, actually. I'd like to see that. Also, Christina Ritchie, who played Wednesday Adams in the original early 90s films, is coming back. They haven't announced her role, but they're saying she will be a major part of Wednesday and has been secretly filming her role for weeks. So that'll be really cool. I'd love, I will love to see her back in some sort of capacity because obviously she kind of originated the role and it was, I loved how she did that in the early 90s ones. And then... Our fa- one of our favourite actresses, Fora Birch, is also actually rumoured to still be in the show. She was originally cast in the series, but later dropped out. It's not 100% confirmed at all whether she is still in it or if, she- or if they've completely cut her storyline. Apparently it's not. Apparently there's another actress who has come in to either be recast or continue the storyline, so we don't actually know. So hopefully we actually still see Fora Birch as well. Yes, there was a lot of rumors that, and I think even David had mentioned this in our episode with him, that Thora had taken on Wednesday and that's why she couldn't come back for HP2. So it would be a real disappointment if she doesn't make the final cut. So I'm hopeful for her. I love her. And obviously Thora is Danny from Hocus Pocus, just to clarify who we're chatting about here. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, one final little bit of news, actually, before we finish, because it's just popped into my head. This episode comes out Wednesday august 24 but actually next week just before our next episode the hocus pocus illustrated novel and the hocus pocus spell book to tie with our book theme for this episode will also be released as well so if you're going to go and pick up the sequel novel get ready to also buy the new illustrated novel as well yes i'm very excited for those i just checked while you were discussing this they are expect might are expected to arrive august 30th they were previously expected at the end of july but they did get pushed back a little but i am seeing some of them pop up in stores too so they're definitely on their way and the spell book is written by eric garon who actually was involved in the sequel novel he was an editor of the sequel novel so it's cool to see him continue on his hocus pocus journey and i've heard from what i've heard about the spell book it's going to be really cool so i'm very excited to see it and finally get it 
yeah, I'm here. I'm excited just to get some more kind of Hocus Pocus books, books as well. And I'm really, really excited to see the illustrated novel. We've seen previews online of some of the illustrations so in the book. Yeah, I'm so excited to see it. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us as we talked about the sequel novel. And as we said earlier, tell us your thoughts on it, if you've read it, if you're going to read it, how you think it will compare to Hocus Pocus 2, and what you thought about having Max, Danny, and Allison and Jay back. And I really loved seeing Jay. Those bits were great. Yeah, I really like, I do really like the novel. It's not perfect, but it is a really fun read. And I definitely recommend everybody checking it out. One of my favorite parts, though, is the Sanderson sisters do have a bit playing with an iPhone and seeing them with technology is something that's terrifying and also really awesome. So if you read it, if you've read it, let us know what your thoughts are. What do you think the Sanderson sisters would do with technology? Terrifying. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, the one thing I like about that as well is the iPhone kind of plays out quite a lot in the book and it's really well done. I kind of I kind of wish it, it does appear in the film, but I don't think it will. But only 39 days to see. As Vanessa would say, we'll have to wait and see. Thanks for hanging out, Will. It was awesome. And Will's coming to Salem. I just want to say it again. Will's coming to Salem this fall. <laughs> Send us your suggestions, guys. I'm so excited. <laughs> I honestly can't wait. This has been so fun, though. I always love doing these podcasts. It was. This is the best. Have a good night, Will. And you. will speak to you later. Thanks, everyone. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Black Flame Society. To never miss an episode, follow along on Instagram at the Black Flame Society podcast like and subscribe on your favorite streaming service, and join our mailing list to be the first to know what's coming next. Thank you for being part of the society. Until next time. The Black Flame Society podcast is not affiliated with Disney or any other related conglomerates yet. Feel free to change that. Give us a call.